Welcome to the Mindful Mondays podcast, weekly reflections and meditations to start your week right. With your host, author, meditator and founder of Mind, Body and Spirit Entrepreneur, Rachel Thompson. Good morning, meditators, and welcome to the Mindful Mondays podcast. So we're going to stick with the theme of it being the new year, and we're going to talk a little bit about change today. If this is your first time listening, I encourage you to check out the very first episode where I explain to you what this podcast is going to look like, but essentially, we're going to have one reflection and one meditation every week. This meditation is actually a set of affirmations, which typically I'm not going to do. I'm going to stick more with guided meditations, but there's also a New Year's meditation that you can check out as well. So you have New Year's meditation and you have affirmations to help you reach any goals that you set for the new year. So I want to give you both of those resources. Now back to this episode on change. With every episode, I want to start with a little quote, and this one comes from Charles Darwin. It is not the strongest of the species that survive, nor the most intelligent, but the ones most receptive to change. The new year often represents change for a lot of people. Perhaps you're thinking of changing your job, changing some lifestyle habits, changing where you live. There can be a lot of optimism when it comes to thinking about a new year and thinking about changing. But there can also be a lot of fear and doubt and some ickiness that come along with the thoughts of change. How do you view change? What are you planning to change this new year, if anything? What are you planning to work on? The only aspect in life that remains constant is change. It's inevitable. In some moments, we pray for change. In others, we may fear it but it comes no matter what our feelings are surrounding it. So like I said, what is your relationship to change? Are you a change seeker, constantly looking for the next thing to make your life exciting? Or are you a change fearer, wishing life would just always stay the same and resisting the possibility of change at all costs? Many exhibit both of these types of thinking. So when life is hard or redundant or dull, We daydream of how welcome a change would be in our life. But when life is great, perhaps you're in a new relationship or birth of a child or you just moved into your dream house, we want to stay in those moments forever. And can you relate to any of this? I know that I definitely can. A problem that I often run into is in those good moments, I fear. I fear fear that they'll end. I know they'll end in some capacity, but I almost ruin them because I'm so fearful of it. I don't know if any of you can relate to that, but that's definitely something that I've been working on for a while now. And when you think about it, the problem that change causes is a result from our own perceptions and our thoughts and our behavior surrounding it. If we constantly daydream or search for the next best thing, we train our minds to never be happy or content in the present. On the flip side, when we're suffering from great pain, knowing that change will come eventually, that this too shall pass, helps to give us hope. When we're content, change can make us fearful like I just talked about. What many neglect to recognize is change is always neutral. 
It is our thoughts that cause the positive or negative emotions associated with it. So having constant thoughts of, I want more. This doesn't make me happy enough. There must be something better out there. These type of thoughts all cause feelings of restlessness about your situation. We're having thoughts of, this too shall pass. It must get better. It always gets easier over time. Provides us feelings of comfort. And then having thoughts of, this is too perfect to last. I wish this would go on forever. I never want this to change. Causes feelings of fear. I'm sure many of you have heard of Patanjali. He has yoga sutras, and I just want to read one of his yoga sutras. And this is Sutra 1.12, and it states that thought fluctuations are mastered through the practice of non-attachment. So that's why I want to talk a little bit about what attachment and non-attachment mean. I think that we often confuse these. I know that I did for a long time whenever I first researched uh, like Buddhism and enlightenment and those kind of practices years and years ago. That's what turned me off from it because I misunderstood what unattachment meant. So whenever you think about change, the less attached you are to change, the less it's going to affect your life. A great way to practice non-attachment is anytime you're in an uncomfortable state. And I'm not talking about super uncomfortable, but slightly uncomfortable. You want to practice just being in that state. So actually in a lot of yoga classes or yoga practices, many yogis will hold poses and just be in the feeling. So any of you who have gone to yoga classes or maybe you're an instructor, you know what I'm talking about. A lot of poses that they encourage us to hold in yoga classes become uncomfortable or they're already uncomfortable. So think of if you are holding chair pose for a really long time, which is like a squat or frog. Oh my gosh, I hate frogs so much. And for anybody who's not familiar, this is a pretty intense hip opener and it can be very hard to relax in some of these poses. So if you hold the pose for several minutes, like many classes have you do, your body will start to feel fatigued. Your mind wants to focus on every slight discomfort. You might start to tremble a bit. And in this moment, you can focus on how badly you want to move, how terrible the pose is. Or you can be still and you can breathe through that moment. Now, the same practice can be used in all situations. So maybe you're stuck in a traffic jam. You can focus on how badly you want to get out of the traffic jam, how frustrated you are, or you can reassure yourself that this jam is not going to last forever because they never do. And just be in that moment. The traffic jam or the yoga poses duration will not be changed if you allow yourself to be in that moment. It's almost like we try to trick ourselves and say, if we really, really hate this, if we scream and shout either internally or out loud, if we're in the privacy of our own car, that will somehow make this better. But it doesn't. Your experience in any of these situations will drastically change if you free yourself from your attachment to them. I want you to think about any situations that maybe you're struggling with and your thoughts and your feelings surrounding it. Do you make the struggle worse for yourself, whether it be in traffic or your yoga class or your work life or problems with your family or anything? 
how can focusing on a bit of non-attachment help these situations for you? Now, this is not all talking about bad situations. You can also apply this to happy situations. So if you are attached to staying in the moment forever, like I talked about me struggling with, your mind will distract you from being fully present. Be grateful for happy moments and remind yourself to be fully present without any attachment to how long the moments last. A Buddhist story or metaphor that is used to describe how our attachment affects us more than any situation is in parts of Asia, they hunt monkeys. And the way that they do so is they put coconuts in trees and they cut little holes in them. And the way that they put the coconut in the tree, it can't be, it's lodged in there, so you can't get it out. So the monkeys find these coconuts and they put their little hands in the holes and they grab onto the coconut and they make a fist. Once they make that fist, they can't get their hand out. They're stuck and they're trapped, but they refuse to let go of that sweet coconut. They could easily free themselves, but they choose to hold on. So how often in your life do you choose to hold on? Do you feel trapped? But it's because you have a little fist that is gripping something so tightly and causing you anguish and causing you pain or causing you fear that all you have to do is let go and you can free yourself. Most of us struggle with this. It's hard to find that balance, to be able to be in every moment and take it for what it is, to be fully present in happy moments without becoming attached, to be fully present in unhappy moments without becoming attached. Today is the perfect day to reevaluate your attachment to change. In each moment, I want you to remind yourself that change is inevitable. Enjoy each pleasant moment fully today. If you get an hour for your lunch break, enjoy each minute instead of dreading going back to work. If there are slight inconveniences, remind yourself that they will shortly pass. And while you're doing this, pay attention to your relationship with change, to your thoughts and the feelings that surround each situation. Any time today that a situation brings up emotions of fear, anxiety, frustration, or anger, say to yourself out loud, I am willing to release any attachment I have to this situation. Remember that any time that you have any negative feeling whatsoever, even if it's in a happy moment and you're fearful it's going to end, say to yourself, I am willing to release any attachment I have to this situation and allow yourself to sit in discomfort knowing change is inevitable. Allow yourself to enjoy bliss also knowing change is inevitable. I would love to know what you thought of this episode and how you feel about change. I know it's something I personally struggle with a lot. So if you haven't yet subscribed or reviewed the podcast, I would love to know what you think. Make sure to check out the New Year, New You meditation as well as the goal affirmations are both going to help you. 
And next week, I have a really big surprise. And so you'll have to tune in, but we're going to change stuff up just for the month of, of January. I'm really excited about it. A lot of what I talk about is in one of three of the mindfulness books that I have out, and I will put links to them in the show notes. Uh, Also, if you are working on self-development and really understanding your own mindset, I do have a free mindset makeover training. It's 60 minutes and you get a free 20-minute meditation. And it's kind of like a preliminary course to a 10-day challenge. Uh, And you're also able to enroll in that if you wanted. And that's with or without the mini course, but the mini course is completely free if you want to check it out. I wish you luck today. I hope that you are able to easily flow with anything that life throws at you. And I'll talk to you next week. Love and light. Thank you for listening to Mindful Mondays with Rachel, a mind, body and spirit entrepreneur production. If you enjoyed today's episode, head over to www.mymbse.com for more free resources and trainings. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and give us a review. And join us next week for a brand new meditation and reflection.